Efforts through embedded training to curtail spear phishing, attacks that target specific individuals or organizations to fool them into giving up passwords and other personal information aren't always effective, according to new research. Hello, I'm Eric Chabro of Information Security Media Group, and I'm pleased to be joined by Eric Johnson, Dean of the Owens Graduate School of Management and Professor of Strategy at Vanderbilt University. Dr. Johnson is co-author of a soon-to-be-published study that explores the effectiveness, or perhaps the ineffectiveness, of embedded training to mitigate spear phishing. Welcome, Eric. Thank you. Delighted to be here. Uh, before we address the effectiveness of embedded training, let's discuss the profitability of spear phishing. Your research paper outlines the relative cost and benefit from spear phishing campaigns. Tell us about that. Well, one of the things we've learned over the years is that the weakest link in, in security is often the, the, the person, the human being in the loop. Anytime that you can somehow deceive a human being, uh, many times it's much easier to do that than to hack into something. If you deceive the right human beings, you can make a lot of money. You know, on average, if you just think about the crazy spam that we all get in our inboxes, most of that stuff does not generate lots and lots of revenue. But very targeted spear phishing can be highly effective. What makes it so effective is it's so personal and that creates much higher open rates, much higher click-through rates, much higher willingness to share sensitive information that then can be used and monetized. And uh, it's what makes spear phishing so lucrative. Yeah, I believe in your research, you cite uh, mass phishing attacks where profit the individuals conducting it $14,000 where spear phishing attacks in a, what you call a single campaign could net that person or the profit from that could be $150,000. Yeah, so it's really an order of magnitude more effective. And it really is only limited by the imagination and creativity of the attackers because, again, their research and creativity in building very, very focused attacks is what makes this so effective and, and potentially uh, far more lucrative. And of course, we've seen certain spear phishing attacks where even some of the most sophisticated people, including uh, security companies, have been hacked. That's the thing with this. Even security professionals will click on links they shouldn't click on. They may not give up sensitive information, but they'll click on a link. There's something about clicking. My good friend, John Stewart at Cisco, I think he said all links want to be clicked. There's just something in there, even for the most astute uh, security folks, when you get a link that looks like it's real, looks like it came from a friend, has a compelling message, very hard to uh, pull the finger back from the mouth. <laughs> Your research is focusing on embedded training. Why don't you define first what you mean by embedded training and how widespread is the use of embedded training to reduce the effectiveness of spear phishing? Spear phishing is just so effective and there are ways, of course, technically we can address that subject. We, you know, we, we try to strip out links out of emails, put link warnings into users, these kinds of things automatically. But the, the other side of that, of course, is trying to improve the human firewall, that is, train the users to better recognize suspicious situations or links. Embedded training is really a focused effort on that. The idea is quite simple. Most of us are in companies where we do kind of regular security training. You know, once a year, you got to take the online test or you don't get your paycheck, you know, some such thing like that. While it makes everybody feel better that we've checked the box and done it, it, it doesn't prove to be all that really effective. Embedded training is an idea that says, let's try to uh, 
to take the training to the point of need, that is, at a point of time when a user is about ready to make a mistake or is making a mistake, can we provide some training? Maybe they'll pay a little more attention. Maybe they'll really learn from it. And that's, that's the whole idea of embedded training. Is it widespread? It is widespread. I think that what uh, happened maybe four or five years ago as companies began to see spear phishing rise, many of them started their own campaigns internally to try to warn against spear phishing, sometimes doing their own internal spear fishes, that is phishing their own employees. And then if they clicked, taking them to a site where they were kind of shamed or told that they made a mistake. Those kinds of interventions have been quite popular, though many argue not very effective, simply shaming people. What we're looking at is kind of the next step past that, which is in that moment where they click on something inappropriate, taking them to a site that actually provides some training about why or how they should have been able to discern this particular link was going to be a problem. So in other words, embedded training is the employee is sent email that might have embedded something they should not click on, they click on it and they're told at that point that's wrong and then they get the training at that point. Exactly. So the embedded part is really kind of embedded in the situation is really the way to interpret that. And at the time that the user makes a mistake, give them a little training. In this case, send them a phishing email that is really designed to deceive them. And if they click on it, then show them why or how they should have been able to identify it as suspicious. And this is not always effective, apparently, according to your research. Well, that's what we find now. We've been doing a pair of studies. The, the article that's coming out here in a few days is a, a large one that we did inside of a, of a company, 1,500 users over a period of time that, with multiple campaigns running. What we really find is that it's not that effective. It's one of these things that's in many ways shocking to us. We were thinking when we started out that we were going to find that embedded training worked, but sadly, it, it doesn't seem to be uh, all that effective. Why do you suspect that? There are many reasons that we've been hypothesizing, and this is, of course, the fascinating part of the research. It seems like groups of people, particularly inside of corporate firewalls, who just click on everything. Training them doesn't seem to slow them down one by Oda. We certainly saw that in the research. We called them the clickers, and it didn't matter how much training you did, these people just kept clicking. There were other folks who were naturally, or maybe through their own learning, much more cautious, and they weren't clicking. That group really doesn't benefit so much from the training because they're already not clicking. It's hard to really understand why. I think it's just human curiosity at play. Very hard to get, get folks, particularly when the deception is, is pretty good, to really step back for 30 seconds and, and look at it and say, is this something I should be clicking on? Are there solutions to this? Our conclusion is that these types of training exercises, while maybe they're not completely useless, are not going to move the needle a lot. That really puts the ball back into the technical court. That is, how can we protect users from ever being able to make a decision on these things, either by ensuring they never receive the email to begin with, warning them appropriately in the email, or by catching them as they click and preventing that connection from occurring. So it sounds, at least in the near term, the solution is a technical solution. It certainly feels that way. The hope that we could somehow train users to be smart about phishing attacks may be a false hope. Doesn't sound very encouraging. 
Yeah. The one other thing that's, that this really is interesting in our research, one of the things we've been doing is looking at different ways we go about the training process itself, different messages we provide users. There's still glimmers of hope in that. One of the things that we've learned is that depending on how you frame the message and the, and the training to the user, it does have some small impact. That is, we find that users seem to be more motivated by protecting themselves against losses to themselves. In the training, try to point out to users that clicking on this link may have bad impact for the company. That might not have such a big of an effect. But if you point out to the users that they may themselves experience negative outcomes from clicking, something personal and at a cost to them, that one does seem to have some impact on users and their memory around what is a dangerous link to click on. Any final thoughts? As we look at embedded training, I think we'll really look at studying more closely that particular piece. How can you frame and make the message more memorable and more vivid to the individual user to try to move the needle on their clicking activity? Thanks, Eric. Thank you very much, Eric. I've been speaking with Eric Johnson of Vanderbilt University. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Eric Chabro. Thanks for listening.